whoa, whoa, hello there, my guys and gals. Welcome to a special spooky episode of Mysterious Pals here with your host, Chris, and our best pal, Jordan. His dad called him Big Sal at one time, but we just call him our pal Jordan. Jordan, how are you? It's actually Jason. Oh, my mistake. It's all right. What? You know what I want to ask you there, friend? Yeah, go for it. You know when you're uh, hunting people? Um, you, you know you know that feeling? When you're hunting someone? Every other day. Why do the victims all split up? Why do they think it's a good idea? That stays Mr. Ask You, Chris. I think it's because... It's easier to film two people running away from a murderer than it is to film like 20 or five. Problem solved. Mystery solved. There we go. The magic of cinema. <laughs> well, in any case, welcome, welcome, Ooh. welcome, how and welcome I, wait, again. How, how did I get here? Wait, who is this? <laughs> Where are you from? For those who are listening to the podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> our dear pal, Big Salad over here, had a, <laughs> had a Jason mask on. Big Salad. Coming at you. But in any case, thank you for being here today. Happy and Halloween. Happy Halloween. Is, yes, if you're here in the United States, this should be posting on the day before Halloween. And we are here to talk about a mystery. I don't really know if this mystery is spooky, but it is strange. It is kind of, I mean, if you think the open ocean is spooky as I do, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, then you'll probably think this is a little spooky. But this is a story that I would say... What if I told you the mystery today could have been because or caused by a giant squid taking the ten people aboard the Mary Celeste to to their to their watery grave? You're talking like a kraken, some type of large octopus squid, squid. Okay. attacking the Mary Celeste, All right. a ship that in 1904. I'm sorry. Scratch that. In 1904, they said that a giant squid could have been the cause of the Mary Celeste mystery. What, which would have been take, taken place in 1972? That's wrong. 1872. <laughs> so in 1872, the members, the the people on the Mary Celeste, okay. disappeared. And then in 19. 19- Oh four, there was a suggestion that it was there was a suggestion by it's called the Chambers Journal of uh, on September 17, nineteen oh four. The the people on the Mary Celeste were plucked off one by one by a giant squid or octopus. That's just crazy too, because there's like a long time where that was a general concern for people who who were on the sea during during this time, like giant sea creatures and like. Kraken, squid, octopus that can just, or like whales that can just like take out a ship. But like, I mean, they're starting to find that there are giant squids in the ocean. I, I think like deep down, I mean, deep down the ocean. I want to like, go on record and say that if, if I can't see any land, if I'm on a ship and I don't see any land in any of the horizon view, mm-hmm. that's my hell. And I know last week during our Dyatlov Pass episode. Yeah. If you want to go back and listen to that, we talked about me, my living hell is is a snowy mountain. Yeah, cold, quiet, nothing. Imagine the Arctic Sea. No, that would be, I would just, I'm dead. It, well, it's, it's, it's endless, I would die of shock. Yeah, it's endless nothing. Yeah. It's terrifying. And Me- especially on a- Megalophobia, is, is that, no, it's like the- the Sounds like you're scared of a giant fear shark. Fear of b- big things. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm scared of terrible things. Big things. Big, terrible things. <laughs> I'm scared of horses. Because <laughs> they're too big. <laughs> they're too big. They're too big. Yeah. Um, I want to say that this is during a time when ships were just wood. They weren't even like, there wasn't even steel yeah, yeah, yeah. being used to make these yeah. these things. And tonight we're going to be talking about the Mary Celeste, a ship that was found afloat, but everybody on the ship was gone and everything was on the ship. Except for the people. So no and personal belongings were taken or anything like that? Everything was fine. It wasn't like, and we'll get into the theories, but let's just start, let's start from the beginning. 
the Mary Celeste, <clears throat> a lot of what I a lot of what I uh, the information comes from a lot of different sources, but in, which we'll post in the description and everything. A book called "The Greatest Mystery of the Sea," Mary Celeste, the "Greatest Mystery of the Sea." Uh, the, there's another book called The World's Greatest Unsolved Mysteries I looked at. Uh, there's a website called Mary Celeste Net, which actually was used. It's it's pretty like, it's like a website that was like started in 2001. And it seems like from what I look into the website, like the guy was who made it actually uh, was asked to help in a documentary in like France or England. I think it was England. It might've been France, but in any case, and I'm sorry, I got this messed up. The details messed up, but he was asked to like, help in these documentaries because he knew so much so about, much about it. Okay. And it, the website's awesome. It looks like it was made in like 2001 geo cities. Netscape. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it's pretty sparse, simple, but the information on it is awesome. And he even goes into like breaks down, like here's what people said. Here's what's true. And I doing the research, I found a lot of the information out there has like simple things, like dates wrong and like simple things that are just like easily to easy to just, Look at the second source, and you would see that it's not true. You know, so yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's that happens with the internet. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that, that's, yeah, the that's yeah. So we're going to be looking at the Mary Celeste, which was born. We'll say it was built uh, Nova Scotia, eighteen sixty one, but it was launched in the, known as the Amazon. It was called the Amazon. It's called the Amazon okay. originally 19, in eighteen sixty one. It was a brigantine ship, which is basically a two-mast sailing vessel with fully squared rigged foremast and at least two sails on the main mast, a square top sail, and a gaff sail mainsail. There is ships are super complicated. Yeah. Old old ships. <laughs> the main mast is the second and the taller of the two masts. So there's a main mast, which is taller, and the yeah. behind another mast. And that's why they call it a brigantine. Yeah, I don't remember this when we were playing Sea of Thieves, man. I don't yeah, remember ships is, like this. I mean, this is like the the amount of like rigging, the, the yeah. science that goes into all that, the mathematics that goes into it all to keep it all afloat and safe. I know this is considered one of the biggest mysteries. In maritime, uh, especially. Maritime, yeah. Um, is this a passenger ship or is this no. a- No. Okay. It's not a passenger ship. Okay. It's a ship for hauling stuff. Like trade. Yes. Okay. okay. So the main voyage was in 1861. Basically, the Amazon was uh, was going to take- cargo of timber from America to Britain, okay. to England, uh, across to London specifically. So, uh, between 1861 to 1867, Amazon worked mainly in the West Indies trade, sometimes going to uh, Europe randomly for different things, depending on, basically, it was just like a, a, a hauler. It's yeah. just for, for hire. Okay. You you know, someone had owned the ship. Um, he just transported stuff back and forth. Yeah. I think there was a company that owned it and they hired a captain to just take stuff and deliver, you know, goods and services, just like we have, just like we have ships to do today. So built in Canada, Nova Scotia, and then in 1867, basically just as a working ship, just like anything else yeah. during that time when it comes to hauling ships. In 1867, Cape Breton Island, the Amazon was driven ash- ashore in a storm was so badly damaged that the owner just abandoned it as a wreck <laughs> and walked away. So that happened October at the beginning of October, eighteen uh, on October 15th, 1867. Uh, she was acquired as a derelict by a person named Alex McBean of, the, of Glacier Bay, Nova Scotia. So it was just someone acquired it as a derelict. He took it and he sold it, the wreck, to a bon- businessman in November of 1868. And it was sold to an American from New York, Richard Hines, he made himself the captain, registered in America, uh, under the name of Mary Celeste. Okay. In specifically in the port of New York. However, in 1869, the ship was seized by the creditors, by Hines's creditors, for not paying, not paying his bill. Uh, and it was sold to New York Consortium, was basically a group of shipping, a, a, a company that would ship things, haul okay. things around the around so the world. Basically, some guy had the ship. <clears throat> ditched it. Some company owned the ship. It wrecked. They yeah. didn't want to pay for it to get fixed. Traded hands a few times. Sold it to another guy yeah. who grabbed it and then eventually got to New York. Guy um, couldn't pay his bill. Okay. So a group in New York took it over. Okay. A, a company in New York who buys ships, buys and sells ships, I'm guessing. And during the next three years, it didn't really sail. So it was in, in New York for three years. At this time... In nineteen in eighteen seventy two, I keep on saying nineteen hundred. What the hell's wrong with me? 
1872, a guy named Captain Benjamin Briggs invested his life savings into Mary Celeste and took command. He basically took the size, went from 100 feet to 130 feet. Like he basically was just making it bigger. He added Jeez. another another um, level to put more cargo. He he was a, and we'll go over who he is, but he was going to, his first shipment, his first job was to ship things to Genoa, Italy. So Benjamin Briggs was born in Massachusetts in, 19, in 1830, again, 19, 1835. <laughs> he was one of five sons of a captain, Nathan Briggs. So all of his sons, um, but one of them became captains of their own or became sailors. Okay. A couple of them became captains. It's in the family. Yes. So he was around ships his entire life. He was a sailor. He was so much, so well known in his ability to sail and captain a ship that he eventually got enough money to buy his own ship because he was just so good at it. Like he was just his family is in his blood. In 1862, he married his cousin. As one does. Yeah. And they had two children. One born in uh, 1865 and another in 1870. So 72, she would have been two years old. Okay. So at the time of his father's de- uh, birth, he decided to get in, get some money together and buy a ship. Basically, he'd sing his whole life since he was sick of working for someone. Yeah. He went over for himself. So he, he achieved such a high standing within his profession that he was known to be he was known by a lot of other sailors, especially in the area. He was known to be a good man, um, a religious man. He was just a good person. So, as, and this is going to help feed into like the story. Okay. To crew his ship, he picked seven. He handpicked seven sailors that he knew from previously work. Um, he knew where they came from. They were from some were from Germany, some were from uh, were Dutch. There was a Dutch guy. There was a guy from Canada, like they were from around the area that were involved in shipping. So there wasn't, this wasn't, he wasn't just throwing a, a crew together. Yeah. He, these guys knew how to, they were around ships. They Experience. knew what they were doing. Yes. So he brought, their maiden voyage, voyage in 1872 was to deliver this cargo from America to Genoa, Italy. You with me? Yes. He wrote a letter. So once he picked everybody... He wrote a letter to his mother and said they're going to be setting voyage on their first shipping uh, shipment, uh, and he cleared himself satisfied with his shipping crew. Like he was happy with who he picked, he was happy with his crew. He just trusted them. So on November seventh, eighteen seventy two, he brought his daughter, two year old, and his wife, plus his seven sailors he picked, plus himself. So it was ten people. He left his son home with his grandmother to take care of her while he was going to school. Because he was seven at the time, he left him home. Take care of your mo- grandmother. I'm gonna go. We're gonna. But the thing was, like, it was just we're selling. They're doing a job. We're gonna run. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna run the shipment. Come back. So on November seventh, eighteen seventy two, the Mary Celeste set sail from New York Harbor under Benjamin Briggs, mm-hmm. his captain, and he was laden with a cargo of one thousand seven hundred barrels of alcohol in. This goes back to the research issue. They have labeled this, even in like other research I've done, like videos about this, like documentaries say that it's denatured, denatured alcohol. Denatured alcohol. But but denatured alcohol wasn't invented in 1905. Okay. So this was actually spirit, which was used to fortify wine. Okay. So a lot of people say, a lot of the research, I guess, again, from... Uh, this is other researchers saying this, that denatured alcohol is kind of unstable. And, and so it gives it more credit like that, that it was the, the alcohol causing the problem. But actually it was just, it was alcohol, still flammable, still can explode, but it was spirits added Not to wine. Denatured. Right. Because yeah. denatured alcohol, again, wasn't invented yet. Not as highly volatile. Correct. While the Mary Celeste was getting ready to sail, another ship. So while the Mary Celeste were preparing to sail on this voyage... The De Gratia, a Canadian brigantine ship, was nearby in Hoboken, New Jersey, awaiting a cargo of petroleum that was also going to Genoa. Hmm. So the De Gratia was eight days behind the Mary Celeste when it left port. So on November 15th, the De Gratia left. November 7th, Mary Celeste left. Okay. They were both on roughly the same parallel course. So they were both following the same course across the ocean to Italy. 
DeGratia reached the position between midway, uh, midway between the Azores and the coast of Portugal about uh, 1 p.m. on Wednesday, December 4th, land time, right, 1872, which would have been Thursday, December 5th, sea time. Okay. Because I guess they would have crossed. Okay, right, right. I don't, I don't know how that Jeez. works. There's like a, uh, there goes, in, the <clears throat> research goes in like how they calculate that, which I'm sure has something to do with the, that line. <laughs> the dumb line in the middle of the ocean. Which... <laughs> it's not just like someone like it's not just like a thing you go through and you're like oh it's nighttime yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's what I envision oh, the my sun's head. down yeah it's gone <laughs> that's not what it is because I'm not you know I don't really know but that's what in my mind uh, okay yeah, that's yeah. What, it's like a, whoa it's night yeah. like you don't know what's going on all right <laughs> as soon as you cross that line yeah it goes from day oh, to time night to like get like up. next time day next day yeah but boom which like if you're flying and like the plane just goes dark you're like oh crap <laughs> All right, I don't know how we're, the world works. So um, <laughs> they left on November 15th. This mm. was December 4th. They found the Mary Celeste, which okay. was eight days ahead of them. So Captain Morehouse right, 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 was right, yeah. the, the captain of the De, De Gratia. He came on deck, and there, his helms and reported a vessel heading unsteadily towards the De Gratia at a distance about six miles. So they saw the ship coming towards them, but they knew that ship should have been going the other way. Okay. Because it would have been heading towards Genoa. The erratic movements of the ship was odd. That's why uh, Morehouse started paying attention. He suspected something was wrong, but like no one was actually steering. Like, it was just floating around. Yeah, yeah. It was odd because there was no distress signals run up uh, on their masts. Like normally, when a ship, I guess this time, they can't just radio. Yeah, the ship would have some type of flag that would say yeah. we're distressed. Yeah, yeah. So there was nothing like that. So they watched it for two hours and tried hailing it, which I don't, um, I guess this time was shooting a small cannon, Okay. Uh, a small, uh, it's a shot, like a small shot they would use to communicate, I yeah. guess, maybe. I, at this time, I don't know what it also would have been. It's not like they were just like waving because it was miles away. You know? <laughs> like, hey, I'm hailing <laughs> you, you know. Hail. 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 So they were getting no reply. They weren't really seeing anybody on board. You know, through the spyglass, they weren't seeing anything. And this was still in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I guess they might have also tried. I don't know when they started doing this or when they stopped doing it, but maybe like um, like lantern signals. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I guess it was daytime, though. Yeah, that's true, yeah. All oh, right, yeah. But, I mean, I guess you could still see a lantern in the day. I imagine, yeah. Um, especially if it's, like, a, again, it, I'm guessing, you know, <clears throat> they had these small cannons that would shoot. Uh, different types of shot that was for communications okay. for simple things. Yeah. That's from other history that I know different situations. I'm guessing it's still the same. So the captain Morehouse knew captain Briggs. He knew that he was a, perf- he was a good sailor. And you, I th- you'd think he would know Briggs would know like any c- kind of communication system. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's why, that's why it made Morehouse captain Morehouse know something wrong. He would have put up flags. Yeah. The day they're in distress. He wouldn't have been driving erratically. Right. I guess not driving, but like, you know, he wasn't doing donuts in his boat, (laughs) you know, which would have been cool. So he knew Captain Briggs was a good seaman. He had dinner with him before. He knew him of the sea. He was a a man of the sea. Yeah. So the the chief mate of the De Gratia, he was sent to, uh, he was in charge of the boarding. And the reason I you guys up, because they come up again on whenever they're trying to figure out what's going on. So it wasn't Captain Morehouse going to the ship. He sent his chief mate over there to figure out what happened. Okay. So they caught up with them. Uh, they, again, for two hours, they watched it just kind of move about. Listlessly move around. Yeah, and yeah. there was no reason. And they knew there were storms in the air days prior, so they know something could have been wrong. So okay. As they got closer, they would see that and, and this is falsely reported that everything was perfectly fine. The sails were up and it was just just sailing. But actually, there was damage to a lot of the stuff. Parts of the sails were blown away. Like the mm. only sail set was lower top sail, jib, and the four top mast stay sail, which, again, ships are complicated yeah, as yeah, hell. Yeah. Um, whenever you have like ropes and everything. Like, I can't believe people got on these wooden things. And not only that, they like careened them yeah. to clean them off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's insane. Like, Whatever. Like, yeah. I would never have done that. I would have just jumped overboard the first chance I got and just said, forget this. This is hell. 
so basically there was uh there's different sails that would have been used to control yourself, used to stay afloat, like just used to move. Yeah. Where some were ripped, some weren't even they were on some were not like uh were furled. Okay. Some of them were like it, it looks like there's a lot of damage to the rigging. Okay. To keep the sail up and control them, be able to turn the ship and everything. There was a lot of ropes. There's ropes hanging loosely over the sides, which is important later. Come up again on okay. why ropes were hanging over. Some say just escape or get back on. Oh yeah. Generally, it was reported that the vessel was found to be good and seaworthy. See, I, I've, I've heard that part of it before. I didn't know about like the the, the it was sails all, and it stuff was all, like but that. But you figure, as we'll go into, it's in the ocean for no one knows how long, just floating about. So it well, was le- like least eight days, though, right? Because it wasn't. Yeah, and they're eight days behind. Behind, them. yeah, yeah. And the, we, there was logs, and we'll talk about that. So. Generally, it was reported that the vessel was found to be in good seaworthy condition, seaworthy condition, and it was the general first impression once the chief mate landed was everybody left in a hurry, like mm-hmm. they're gone. Um, the ship's cargo, provisions, and personal belongings of the crew were all intact, although wet and strewn about from the ship being tossed around in storms. Yeah. The cabins and tiers were wet and untidy from water that had entered through doorways and skylights, but otherwise were in reasonable order. So basically, things were there; they were just thrown about from not, storms. Yeah, yeah, from and people like not fixing them. The storm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doors were were swinging open. Yeah. Water was getting in. Where loosely they would batten down the hatches. Right. Yeah, I guess that would sure, be the yeah. word. That sounds right. I would want to say that. <laughs> uh, they had left behind things like their their boots, their pipes. The sailors did. Uh, Captain Moros' uh, explanation was that they left in a panic, thinking the vessel was sinking. However, it did not sink. What What do you think, Cap? Like, or not only Captain Moros, but like someone seeing a ship like that prior to his his first mate or uh, chief mate boarding it. What do you think they would think of that ship they saw just aimlessly moving through the water like that? I would think. You mean originally before they got there? They would say yeah. probably. Pirates or everybody died from like something sickness. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times that was that happened. Too, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where they got some of the water was bad. Yeah. They got sick, which is why they usually drink alcohol and stuff on those. Yeah. Um, but yeah. People drank alcohol for a long time because water wasn't safe to drink. Right. Especially when yeah. you're transporting it. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that he probably just knew this is a good captain. There must something must have happened. Right. Maybe pirates. Oh, right. Yeah. Because, yeah, he knew. Yeah. He knew. He them. knew them. Yeah, He's yeah, like, there's yeah. no way he would have done this. Right. On purpose. Yeah. So something happened. This is bad. He's not. It's not a. He's not a person that would not be able to control their ship. Yeah. However, they found that the the chrome, uh, chronometer, 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 <laughs> and the sextants were not found on board. And these were the things they would use to navigate. To navigate. Yeah. And the last entry on the ship's slate showed that the ship made. Uh, that it made the island of St. Mary in the Azores on November 25th. So that was the last entry. Now, that this is the log, the general log that's used by the first mates and other members of the sailing crew to keep logs of what's going on. It wasn't the captain's log. Oh. This is just the first mates, like a general log they used. Okay. The ship's slate, they called it. Okay. Like um, separate from the, the, the captain's log. And it was St. Mary's Islands in Azores on November 25th. So that was the... December 4th, it was discovered. Okay. And when did it leave? Uh, November? This November 7th. Okay. And they had the last log entry was November 25th. Oh, geez. So they sailed from the 4th to the 25th and then were discovered. And something happened after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But they don't know. You don't. You really don't know what. If it happened five days later or happened on that night. Yeah. And the, the ship was like... This is like this the paper that this is the book that would be like this ship has been these places. Yeah. And I wonder how far that is from because they're going to Genoa, is that right? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Genoa. Yeah. I said Genoa. 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 Sometimes like Genoa because they're like Genoa salami, or whatever that is. Yeah. I think it might be Genoa. It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. It's a delicious part of Italy. <laughs> they also found the main hatch was secure, but the four and Lazarite Lazarite hatches were open. Um, their covers were uh, beside them on the deck. So the the Lazarit, Lazarit hatch is usually a storage locker for gear and equipment that a sailor 
uh, would uh, use around the decks for sailing. So like different different types of tools they would use yeah. and things like that. Rigging. It's typically found below uh, the weather deck in the stern of the vessel and is accessible through a hatch on the main deck and through a doorway from the below deck. So basically this is a hatch that shouldn't have been open. It shouldn't have been left open because it's like where the important stuff is that they use to yeah. make the ship safe and okay. secure. And it's, it's if that stuff gets wet or gets ruined, like it's hard for them to control the ship. The ship's single lifeboat was a small, it was a small ship apparently been stowed across the main hatch. Again, main hatch was closed, um, but was missing. So this, the lifeboat, the only lifeboat was gone. Okay. They found the ship's daily log again uh, in the mate's cabin, and it was the 25th, as I said, the 25th, yes, yep. was in the Azores. Uh, so, oh, here's another point. I missed uh, nine days earlier from when they found it. They, that's whenever the log, again, the position was off St. Maria Island in the Azores. It was 400 nautical miles from where the Delgadia found it. So it was 400 nautical miles from where, that's the last log, 400 miles. Okay. So that's why it's weird that like it went 400 miles by itself. Yeah. Or what? In, in Captain Briggs's cabin, he found uh, personal items. So he didn't take a lot of stuff with him except for the navigation system and his logbook and all the papers that would be used to identify the ship, like insurance information, owner information, that type of stuff, like stuff you'd find in your car. Yeah. So he found personal items scattered, including a, a sword under the bed. So he didn't take any weapons with him. So it wasn't like for some reason his sword was under the bed. Yeah. So that lead people to leave, believe that, were they being attacked? Were they not being attacked? That right. type of thing. Sorry, you said the, the, the identification papers were gone? Yes. The navigation equipment. Pink the, slip? The captain's logbook and um, any type of um, material they would use for identification of the ship. Hmm. Except for the first mate's slate. The clock and the compass were destroyed. But that could have been during a storm. Oh, right. Yeah. The galley was a wreck with ample position uh, provisions though. So there, there was food and it was a wreck from the storms, but it was, it was there. And there's stories about like everything was pristine and yeah, you know, yeah. everything was that's perfect. And they yeah. just like zapped, everybody was gone, yeah. but that's not actually true. Okay. And that's from the, that's like from the record called the, the Gibraltar hearings, which is what the, the case of like the research of this, like Gibraltar hearings is what happened when they found this. We'll go. Okay. That. It's what happened after the ship was found. There was no obvious signs of fire or violence, and the evidence indicated an orderly departure from the ship by means of a missing lifeboat, but it was quick. They didn't grab provisions. They may have grabbed some, but it was a small lifeboat for 10 people, and it wasn't that big. And also, it was in the middle of the ocean. So if it was a small ship... Might have gotten far. Right. So after returning from Mary Celeste, uh, the first, the chief mate of the Degadia reported the findings to Morehouse who decided to bring the derelict into Gibraltar 600 miles away, 600 nautical miles away. So uh, basically he's like, we got to take the ship with us because of maritime salvage law. Oh. Um, a, salver, a salver can expect a substantial sa share of the combined value of rescued vessel and cargo. It's the exact award depending on the degree of danger inherited by the salvaging. Jeez. So while many people are like, who cares? There was there was one thousand seven hundred barrels, which spirit, yeah, they're yeah. transporting stuff in barrels, which is crazy. Yeah, um, a thousand seven hundred of them, which is crazy, um, and they get a cut of the revenue. So, was he? Did they actually find the ship? Like yeah, this? right, right, yeah. right. So we'll go into that. So the Delgadia reached. So Morehouse divided his crew of eight between two vessels, a, a vessel that requires eight people to drive alone. Plus his ship, they split into two groups. Okay. So it was like, again, going back to that, how much work did it take to get that yeah. ship there? Yeah. They did finally get to Gibraltar on December 12th. Found the December 4th, got to the... So if you think about the ship, the the sail, it was like, a, I guess a, about a month, month yeah. from when it left. Meanwhile, the, the son's in New right. York I mean, with, with, the, with the grandma. But again, this kind of round trip may have taken two, three months. Oh, yeah, so yeah, he probably yeah. wasn't expecting anything yet. Yeah. And, who, and they don't even, I don't even think there's any research on what happened with him or any records of him after this point. The Delgadia reached December 12th. This, this Gibraltar salvage court hearings began on December 17th 
after they got the report from Morehouse of what happened. In his conclusion, the judge praised the crew of the Dalgadia for their great courage in the view of the risk of both vessels dividing the crew, getting it to shore. So this is like an inquiry into like what happened. Yes. Gibraltar would have been the next, I guess would have been because it's the closest. It would have been the ones in charge of the, based on maritime law, I guess. I think, don't know. (laughs) The only thing I know about Gibraltar is a rock. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's getting into the Mediterranean, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Some guy, is that the guy who pushed the stuff over, pushed the the pillars over? Hercules? Did Hercules do it? Oh, no. Dude, I should know this. Edit this I mean, out. You, <laughs> come on. Do you know fake history? Uh, yeah. That's the only history. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. It's So I don't, again, Gibraltar or something in history about Gibraltar. Rocks of Gibraltar. I don't know. Yep. I guess it's like these rocks going into the metry. I'm not a sailor. It's like a pathway, right? Like sure. A, a, uh, it's the way into the Mediterranean from the sea. Yeah. Okay. So the attorney general in this case... While the judge praised Delgadio's crew, the so the Delgadio is looking for cash. They're looking for a payout. The Gotti, the Gotti, okay. The Gotia, it's a good. Gotia, the Gotia. Anyway, the De Gotia. Uh, the South. So the the Attorney General in charge of the inquiry suspected mischief in investigating. Court. So the, he. So the Attorney General in this case and uh, suspected some wrongdoing. Right, because play, again, yeah. how would you? This is such a cut and dry thing. Like we brought, we found the ship in the middle of the ocean <laughs> yeah. with all this really expensive stuff. Pay on us, it. yeah. And oh, everybody left. Mm, like, not again, for it goes us. back to like we talked about in the uh, one of the other like second episode, the Bangor Fort. Yeah. You have just people at this time like saying, "Oh yeah, those people left. We don't know what yeah. happened to them." Yeah, they gotta kill those people. Put them on. Put their bodies on like the. Throw them in the ocean. Throw them in the ocean, or and like cut the. Oh yeah, just put them on the on the uh, rescue ship. Yeah, or the, they, uh, yeah. The like, lifeboat, yeah, and just like, push them over yeah. and said, "Oh, they left." Yeah, um, unless they wound up, but obviously they they would have not made it anywhere. So, what happened was, after three months of investigations by this guy, the attorney general, they found no evidence of foul play. Mm-hmm. Eventually, this uh, the salvagers received a payment of only one sixth of the forty six thousand in that cash. For the which the ship and the cargo had been insured, so it was only insured for forty six thousand dollars in that c- cash for that day. Okay. They, what it goes back to is, I guess the captain of Delgatia kind of always said like he had it out for me. He was trying to screw me, and that's why we only got that much money hmm. because it, again, we, he was trying to prove that he couldn't prove it conclusively. Right. So, so we're just gonna say that. Gonna, yeah. After that, and at this time, like the 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 people, the group that the company that hired Briggs to deliver this money, this the uh, spirits, mm-hmm. they're like looking for their they're looking for their cash. They're yeah. looking for their hand it over so we can pay, yeah, or we get paid. And it's just sitting in port, and they're like, we want to get our money, get this over as much as possible or fast as possible. So then the ship eventually, after three months, the ship was sent, and everybody got paid. Okay, well, you know. So after the hearings, uh, for the we're going to go to theories, but the Mary Celeste, the rest of its life of the ship, uh, it didn't have a good fate as it goes. Ships go obviously because it was at this point like a serious thing had happened. It's starting to you know word starting to spread. The stories are spreading. I feel like people wouldn't want to have that ship. No, all owners people avoided it. Um, eventually, it changes hands uh, many times. Twelve years later, after this incident. <laughs> It sailed from Boston with a mixed cargo and was wrecked off the coast of Haiti. <laughs> All research suggests that it was um, an insurance scheme. They were just trying to wreck it to like, oh wow, because I guess it's a cursed ship. Yeah, 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 that type of thing. So the Mary Celeste was deliberately wrecked on June third, eighteen eighty five, when it sank after striking a reef off the northern coast of Haiti, and it was it sits at the bottom of the ocean. There was, um, I think, Clive Kusler, uh, an author, said he found it, but recent like 2001 but hmm. people i guess they still don't know where it is or maybe they found it recently but uh this author clive clooster is a really big author my grandfather used to read all his books there's like a, he's like a thousand books but he um he found it supposedly but then they carbon dated the lumber and it was like the 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 wood the, the timbers and it was like those were grown after the dog uh the mary celeste already wrecked so oh, okay 
So I guess it was proven false. Someone did retrofit it there and like added on to it. But I guess that, that still would have been. That's when at, Captain Briggs got it. That yeah. still would have been at, like after right. the fact that it correct. Okay. Yes. That like, they did that was found and then they the, did the, the timber the, thing. Yeah, the timbers yeah. would have been yeah. earlier than that. So here's some theories. These are theories that um common. A lot of them are insane. Some of them are like and, and really it's how would you even know? The one thing I will go back and that I want to point out, like there was, and I think I talk about this later. This, are they gonna deal with Yetis? Not quite. Mm. Party rockets. The rock, the party rocket. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all their clothes were probably on still. So when you think about, if you're not sure what the party rocket is, go back to the last episode of Delot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Outlive. episode six. Yeah, the Outlive Pass. Yeah. Uh, when they talk about the party rocket, our theory, not official theory. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go back. So the there there was an issue with the ship, the small ship that was taking the lifeboat, and I'm actually going to say that to the end because it's so there's, there's an issue with it. There's an issue in how it was taken. Okay, okay. And I'll, but I'll go back to that. Can we, First theory. Can we recap really, really quick how the ship was was um, described? Right when when the when, the, when um, when they found it when they found it. So some of the sails were torn. Um, torn. Some were still up okay. or furled. Yeah, some uh, were the rigging was there's ropes ropes hanging hanging from the rigging. Yes, the life uh, boat was boat gone. Was gone. A lot of stuff was like waterlogged, like doors and storms swinging yeah. in and out. The navigation um, tools those were gone. Gone with the captain's log. Okay, but not the captain's sword. Not his sword. There was a log left by like the general log that was yes left for the that, ship. That's dated what November twenty fifth. Is that right? 27th. Okay. Uh, and it was that they were off. Oh, no. November 25th. It looks like some provisions were taken. What's that? Some some provisions were might have been taken. I don't think they even know. Okay. But because maybe they ate a lot. So there were there still was ample provisions to continue their okay. voyage. Okay. It's not like they ran out of food. Yeah. That's what they're okay. trying to say. Yeah. N- most things were there, including the sh- uh, sh- um, boots of other sailors, the sailors' boots, okay. the sailors' pipes. Things that they would have grabbed if they were leaving. Like tools and stuff like that. Things they would have grabbed if they were trying to get off the boats. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, in, a, in an orderly fashion. But if okay. it's something that was quick, the things they might have just ran and grabbed and left, hmm. right? If it was something serious. Okay. That All they right. thought that they were going to die or that it was going to sink. Right, theories, let's have them. So there's a, a bunch of them, but some of them are crazier than others. So first thing is piracy. Someone suggested the pirates attacked the Mary Celeste, leading the crew to abandon ship. However, there's no signs of struggle. No blood. All the expensive stuff was still it's there. Still there, yeah. 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 Uh, like there was still the, the spirits, yeah. the, the cargo, which would be the first thing they took. But wouldn't they want to have stolen the ship too? Maybe. Maybe something. And that could have been true. Maybe they yeah. couldn't get on. Maybe the ship, they the other team dropped, you know, the people got off and the ship got away from the pirates. And then. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they thought they were going to get bored and the pirates, like, with the last second, were like, nope, sorry. It was just like a misunderstanding. Party rocket hit it. Now they're dancing. Yeah. Um, next one is a mutiny. Another theory is a mutiny occurred, causing the crew to force Captain Briggs and his family into the ship, lifeboat, and abandoned ship. However, where's everybody else go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no, like he would have had his sword. This is why I pointed out the sword. Like he would have had his sword right. to fight back against a mutiny, or, or maybe they would have put him in the ship, and then I mean, it's his ship. So at some point. His sailors that are his friends are handpicked by him would have, like, had to have... I mean, people would have known that that ship is registered to... Yeah. Right, and it all seemed like... He, also, why wouldn't they be on the ship still? Right. But he also, like, knew these guys and knew of them. Right. Why would they want to do throw a mutiny against them? Like, it seems right. like them getting so, there with this... All this alcohol, they would... Get paid. Get paid. Yeah, he's not going to get well, paid until they get there. Yeah. Another theory is the crew of the Dagadia... Uh, staged the mystery to obtain the salvage reward. So they killed him, broke everything up, made yeah. it look broken, and then that's one of the more believable ones. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that right now. Another issue, this is another far out one. Uh, the water spouts, uh, a water spout, which is a a oh, water spout is a tornado-like phenomenon the water, yeah. over the water, could have briefly terrified the crew, causing them to abandon the ship temporarily, thinking that 
again, because it happened so quickly, they yeah, left their shoes. Now explain, Martha, some things are left and maybe why navigation things were taken. Because they were getting that ship to navigate. Yeah. They were going to get, I think that, I think that's one of the main things is like, they obviously knew they were getting in that ship so they can navigate. Right. In that small ship. Yeah. But one, they were on a small ship and they didn't make it anywhere, obviously. Yeah, but so, why would they ditch their ship for a smaller one and with a water spout, though? Like, right. Wouldn't that be more dangerous? And there was uh, water spouts leave damage that would uh, was not present. There was no damage to the ship. But the word of the some of the sails, right? But that was because there was in thunderstorms. Right. Like, they, they were typical of right. the damage right. to the damage right. to the, it's a good point, the damage to the sails and stuff. And the rigging was just typical Tickle. damage to a thunderstorm. Okay. Whenever you, especially when you're not, you don't have some guy out there fixing everything. Oh, right. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not keeping up with everything. Okay. And even uh, Morehouse, the Dagadia said that there was storms in the area, especially off the Azores and right. stuff. Yeah. Huh. Another one is the an undersea earthquake, similar to a water spout in theory. An undersea earthquake can generate disturbance, frightening the crew into leaving the ship. Again, why would they get on a smaller ship? Yeah. Um, there's no substantial evidence uh, of damage, again, for this theory. And then also, no one else in the area. This is a common shipping lane. No other ships oh, right. reported. That's right. That's right. No one in the Azores Islands reported any type of earthquake. An earthquake would have been totally forgot about that, yeah. And, and also, again... Even Morehouse, the, the Delgadia may have even experienced an undersea yeah. earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, because they're on the same route. Right. Like running parallel. Yeah, Generally, right. yeah. Okay. Another theory, the uh, salvage fraud that the, that the members of the Mary Celeste abandoned the ship as a crew to, part, uh, to get the salvage from it. They get like a fraud, uh, insurance fraud. So they they abandoned the it and abandoned said, their, yeah, their like they abandoned it. And the tension of returning to the ship later, though, so they would have left on the small lifeboat to and say like, oh, this happened. So they have gotten paid more from that than actually. I guess they would have returned to it and been like, to get the insurance money because the ship got destroyed uh, or something like that. Okay. But something happened; they didn't make it back. See, I, I would, I would say that's definitely a possibility. But before you're saying, um, um, what's it? Sorry, uh, Briggs. Captain Briggs. Captain Briggs. Wasn't he like an upstanding person? Yeah. Like, he was very religious. So lying was in his, yeah. thing, you know, he, plus he had I mean, lots of money. Definitely possible. He wasn't a crook is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. He, it he, had, like he had money. He had enough money to buy his own ship. He has a family. He's seen as a, you know, a person of, uh, in his, in his community. Yeah. Um, other sailors, like well-known sailors know him. This says seems uncharacteristic for him to do something like that. Uh, another theory, another natural disaster theory, is a volcanic eruption underwater created a disturb, uh, disruption in the in the surface of the water. It made them think the ship was going to sink, so they all got on the smaller ship. But again, I don't. I, I've never been in a earthquake or underwater <laughs> volcano yeah. situation or, on a ship. Or, or what was it? A uh, the the spout. water spout. Yeah, water spout. Never, never right, one right. of those. Can tell right. you. Yeah, I'm. Maybe someday. Yeah. In that case, see ya. Because that's not... I, no. I'm not going to be on the ocean. <laughs> I do not want to go... Even want to go on this giant yeah. carnival cruise. If, I, if there was a threat of anything like that, I'd run like head first and like the hardest thing I could find, hoping I'd just knock myself out and then die with whatever happened. Yeah. If there's like some threat of that. But again, with the volcanic thing, wouldn't other people have reported that? Right. Right. I mean, unless it was a smaller thing. And there's always those stories about like what's going on in the Bermuda Triangle one of the biggest mysteries right. ever, you know? And it's like, well, there could be, like, there's even, like, stories out there, and I I think these are true, I'm not sure, but there's, like, the gravity from those, like, gravity in that area dips by, like, a .001% or something crazy like that, and that causes instrumentation issues. Yeah, apparently there's, like, multiple places that are, like, being a triangle around the world. Yeah, like the Dragon Triangle and yeah. stuff. But then also, like, um, that there is a issue with, volcanoes and that's what causes like the Poseidon to flip over like the water the buoyancy of the water like an underwater volcano changes the buoyancy of the water and the ships go down a lot easier but again the Mary Celeste didn't go down right because the introduction of carbon dioxide would change I guess yeah another probably the most believable alien abduction 
<laughs> you always got to throw the aliens in, man. Yeah. You have to. The uh, just because it's so mysterious, obviously and, it's going to pop up. Yeah, yeah. Probes Again, bodies, you know. There's no evidence of this. Obviously. At least that we know of. Yeah. Because yeah. why would they take the life raft with them? Right. Life I mean, yeah. maybe they need a life raft. Yeah. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> you know those aliens. They couldn't beam up the whole ship, so they had to... Was, the ship was too big, so they, they got everybody. Like, they couldn't do it individually; raft. it would take yeah, too yeah. long. So they do, yes, get in life yeah. raft and then come on up. Yeah, everybody, yeah. get in there. Come on. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to this one. The one that's more common. There's two more, and one is the most common, like the most thought of, is the problem. And there's another one that's like more believable. Okay. The most popular theory is alcohol fumes. I think that's the one I I, I saw something to do with alcohol. Like it, Although like it, it didn't leave a trace, like something burned, it didn't leave a trace because of like, I think you kind of mentioned that earlier, like that, that would have been the, what do you say, unnat, the un, denatured alcohol. Denatured alcohol. Yeah. That's, do so something it's, like that. But it's, it's reported incorrectly that it was denatured alcohol because okay. it's very volatile. Okay. But still, this is a spirits. This is still alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it can, it can still flammable. So. Yeah. The theory with this one is that the fumes, and it's well known that these fumes cause can cause little explosions, okay, little pops here and there from just from being ignited in the air, whatever. Like it could happen. Static electricity build up, you're a wooden ship, water, wind, like lots of different things going on. So the idea that these explosions were happening, and maybe a larger explosion happened from a Sailor going down below deck to smoke a cigar mm. caused the general explosion that the because of these explosions, they thought that, oh, crap, get in the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, and everything's it, about to blow. We're about to burn. Get in this one, yeah. uh, this smaller lifeboat, and we'll just – because rigging was hanging over the side, they thought, which obviously doesn't really make sense with the wind and everything. Like, they thought maybe they threw some they, – they tied off and were just dragging behind the other ship, the Mary Celeste. Oh. And but then they got in a storm. They got cut, and okay. they couldn't get back, or something happened. Someone then tied the right knot. Do you? Th- I feel like. Do you think someone would have known though? If this, I mean, if this is one of the reasons why this happened, like not to go smoke down near all the highly flammable, I mean, explosive. We're, we're told that when we're born, yeah. there's signs everywhere. Every gas station, like we're in a world of like, yeah, this idea of like, and <clears throat> in, in this in this time of our history, like. In our time right now, like yeah. we we are told from a net and small age that gas explodes. Yeah, this is some sailors in eighteen late eighteen hundreds. They probably know that alcohol explodes, but they probably don't. It, it may have been like this specific type of thing because of the pressures in the area was pushing more gas out, and it it wasn't maybe it wasn't being vented correctly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't know, I don't know if they would have known the science behind it, but like because this is the no, it might be known that that's something that could happen, right? But this has also like been fire. The ship was yeah. retrofitted to make another deck for. It made they built another deck right. for stuff, yeah, to, to, for cargo. And they made it longer, so, and this is the first since that. This is the first trip. Okay, so. Maybe they know on smaller ships that happens, it doesn't happen gotcha. or whatever. Or yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was yeah. two, yeah. maybe he went down to the lower deck yeah. and there was more down there, whatever. And this is the this goes into this other theory that was reported October 30th, 1910 by the LA Herald Sunday Magazine. So this is a, a magazine from, uh, an actual scan of this magazine from 1910 that I found. In this magazine, there was a, an insurance appraiser who was leading the investigation a leading investigator in sea mysteries in the early 20th century wrote a, uh, wrote a similar theory about the lifeboat. So he wrote a theory about the lifeboat. He said, "So he says he has experience." Yeah, he is. He's an historian. He's a insurance appraiser for sea mysteries, like for sea for ship. Yeah. In the, in the early in the 20th century, he uh, he looked out and he really paid attention to the idea, or really put a notion. He really focused on the idea that. There was uh, the fact that the only one, only a single lifeboat was missing from the vessel, and there's only one lifeboat. But he discovered that a rope of the boat was cut, not untied, which indicated that Mary Celeste was abandoned quickly, which we knew. Mm-hmm. There was mention several times in that ship's log 
rumbling with small explosions, which we they knew, which is something for transporting alcohol and stuff. These this cargo naturally gives off explosions, gas that sounds described as quite common. So this goes into like the fumes theory. Okay. He supposes that one day there were more intense explosions and a sailor ventured below deck to light a cigar. Uh, and it, there's accumu- accumulated fumes because for because of a storm that they closed sure. you know, any ventilation or whatever. So the an explosion so violent because of the buildup that it blew off the hatches that we talked about. Oh, because the hatches right, were connected right, 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 right. and it blew those doors off because they were laying next to it. It's not like someone took them off normally. They were kind of laying like, but also the ship was moving around during the storms. Maybe they were unconnected, not secured, and so they were blowing around. Because, I mean, if you've seen videos, because I'm never going to go and witness storms in the middle of the ocean, apparently they get very big and very, like, yeah, yeah, like, mountain-sized type of, like, dips and everything. And so they could have been, I don't know if they're tied down or how they're connected, but it blew those doors off. He, he ends his theory by saying that the, the captain was fearing for his family and the crew piled in the one lifeboat, cut the rope, and then abandoned the vessel, thinking that it was going to explode. Like they're in a hurry, yeah. Yeah. Like, cut it, let's get it. We gotta, yeah. like, but if, if it already happened, scared them enough, but it already happened. Like, the explosion already happened. They're like, crap, get out of here. But like, it already been, happened and was done. I mean, I guess there could have been, they could have thought there were any more explosions. Like, maybe, but there was no fire. Yeah. There was no, there was no fire or instant, like instant of a fire. Like, they didn't find any evidence. So. Yeah. Even, even for them, the explosion to happen, realize there's no fire, they realize they're not even dead. I feel like there's a lot of time between that and like getting onto the life raft or lifeboat, cutting it. Like, even if you're in a hurry, you think you would hear either hear another explosion, but like we really got to get out of here, or another explosion, or they see a fire. If it's just no fire, yeah, just one. Blew the doors off. Blew the doors off. So at some point, where you're, where you're trying to get everyone on the, on the lifeboat and cutting it and getting into the water, you'd have been like, "Oh, it's, it's just fine. fine." Yeah, and he and he, I I like how he specifically mentions that the that the lifeboat was cut, yeah, not untied, knowing. I guess points to the, his theory that like they knew they weren't coming back. They were leaving oh, quickly. Right, 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 right. They weren't going to tie all this off again. They cut the rope as opposed to they cut the rope to get the boat down. The intent of knowing they're not coming back. Knowing they're not going to tie it back up. So they knew that like this explosion or whatever happened was so severe that they weren't coming back to the ship. No fire had started. There was no evidence of any type of fire. And all the barrels were still in tax. They sold them. They like they still they got back to their yeah. the purchaser. But they knew that they weren't coming back because the rope was cut. You think like they would have? I don't so know. the theory about them just like getting yeah. in the t- for a little bit and then getting back on. So that's that's all the theories I have. That's that's the last theory is besides the aliens, which is the most obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so the Mary Celeste solves the the solution. So what do you th- what do you think in this in this? Uh, we'll say sea monsters, mysterious side of. You know, scale of mis- mysteries. Yeah, where where do you where are you hanging? Is this a realistic thing? <laughs> sea monsters, like as far as it, like what happened to them. What What do you think happened to them? I was generally, like, honestly, it's leaning beside, and also another theory, obviously, is the one I mentioned at the beginning, the nineteen ten theory about the giant octopus. Yeah, that's another theory. Obviously, I'm gonna just call that back. I was honestly leaning towards them being frightened by something and then leaving in a hurry. He took he took his navigation equipment, so he was going to navigate on that boat. Yeah. But he took his his uh, captain's log for whatever reason. Maybe 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 to like keep keeping log of what's going on in case it does ever get found. Right. Well, also that could be purpose of, a, of of a log. Also, that could be like his log of like money. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that could be it. It could have been like a log of like what they had and where they yeah. were going, like the records of his like bank books and stuff. So they they didn't find anything else. He obviously wasn't scared of an enemy, maybe because he didn't take a sword weapon. Yeah. Not to say the other guys had weapons, but to go collect all these things after hearing this explosion and then getting on 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 the they didn't collect anything. 
No, but like the the, the navigation stuff. Yeah, he took his navigation. So he must have been, if they didn't even have time to put their shoes on, some of them, he must have been close enough to his navigation. that stuff to yeah. get out. It's weird that the air explosion, they have the time to get on the ship. They cut it. They cut it. Get everybody, call everybody, get on the ship. And it'd be like, you think that at some point, like, oh, there's no fire. Right. You would have heard it. You would have smelled it. Someone would have been dead or people would have been dead. Right. That. Well, he may have been, whoever did that, may, there was no body on it. So he could have been hurt. Yeah. But they would have had to go get him. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, or maybe he was like. Oh, right. So it's almost like, again, they, it's like they vanished. Like they plucked them. Like the, yeah. That's why it's they hilarious. cut this. And that's why the, the rope thing is such an interesting idea. It's like they are such a little twist is they cut the rope knowing they weren't coming back. Yeah. Because if they didn't cut it, they untied it. They knew they were going to try to load it back on. Right. Because I'm guessing it's on the side of the ship and it lowers down. And if they cut the rope to get away, they're not getting back. They must be trying to get away quickly. Yeah. That's just like a, such a key little thing that they're trying to get away quickly and knowing they're not coming back. See, I was originally leaning towards them thinking some kind of disaster was happening on their ship, but the fact that it was cut makes me feel like it was fraud, not on their part, but on um, the um, the De Gratia. I was going to just say that. Did De Gratia load them onto the ship, cut the thing, and say- That's what I'm saying. That's why- Or did he- or they killed him, throw him on the ship, ship, cut it, and, just and hope that it would sink. They'll just go die in a bad storm somewhere, never be seen again. And something like, but this. his navigation tools are gone. So maybe they did it as a plan, like they thought that's it. That's what they thought something was going to happen to them. They thought they'd leave in a hurry. Did he grab his stuff when the Delgatia got throw it on, like throw it on, like did the they got the guy, the captain, what's his name again? Sorry, Morehouse. Morehouse, just take it, or some one of his people just threw it on on the on the life raft. To to, to sh- like give the impression that they had to leave in a hurry. Maybe I mean, especially the navigate. But why wouldn't they send? There's still other stuff they they should have got rid of the slate too. Oh right. I mean, if they were rounding them up, they they and that could be again. I think at this point, the most natural the the. I I think my my theory is jumping off the ship because of an explosion seems. There was other theories. No, that seems like the most likely, but also equally as likely is that the Dagatia, for whatever reason, maybe there was this, something happened in their past and Morehouse didn't like Briggs. Oh, uh, okay. And was trying to screw him over somehow. Maybe, but that, I'm sure they would have found that out. The likelihood of them taking them, killing the family, killing the, the sailors, throwing them overboard. Yeah. Sinking the ship, sinking the little ship. Why would he give him the navigation equipment? Unless he was trying to be like, I'm going to let you leave. Take your navigation equipment. You guys got Oh, it. right. Yeah. Go and, yeah. And then sink them. Or they didn't make it. Or they didn't make it. Yeah. But then if, but if they, they would have had to kill but them. But if they, yeah, if they made it, then they would have been known that like yeah. it happened. So they had to have killed them. So they were basically becoming. Because he, I don't think Briggs would have, he would have taken a sword. Yeah. He would have grabbed the sword unless they surprised him so much that he didn't go back and grab his sword. It was underneath his bed. Which I don't know how much of a that's where it's supposed to be. Maybe it's moving around. Maybe he got knocked out. Around. But why would he grab his other stuff? Why would the other the people grab that? And well, maybe the, maybe Morales and his crew are trying to give the illusion that they needed to escape. Yeah. In order, in order to fill their fill their fulfill their like lie that they're trying to portray. The other thing that's not really that I just remembered that um, the other theory is that the fumes given off by the alcohol caused some type of episode with the whole crew. But this stuff has been transported many times. Yeah. Not in this ship, but transported around the ocean for years. Yeah, yeah, right. So this kind of sea madness might have been known or not known. Yeah. That could have caused them all to jump in the like ship a, because a stereo. of because of the alcohol. Uh the fumes that were causing them to be act erratically. Just wanted to party. Yeah. Party, party cannon. They party yeah, cannon off the ship. Yeah. Was there a cannonball in the <laughs> cannonball? Yeah. And they just die because they're drunk. Yeah, that's the only thing that would have made this story better is if like the little girl was there. That'd make it more spooky for Halloween. Just the girl was there. Oh, just is hanging out. Yeah, by herself. And she's like, I killed them. <laughs> Mommy and daddy don't breathe anymore. Um, but 
there is, to this day, there's still nothing about what happened. They've not found the ship, even though, like, even though this was years later, it doesn't really matter if they found the ship. Yeah. The, the issue is the time of the investigation could have been, could the attorney general of Gibraltar been on to something when he said that something was Morehouse off. was yeah. the one causing this, like maybe something like that. Did the the judge in Gibraltar overlook that, not give a crap, say it was very clear that this happened, that this, this, and this happened. There's no blood on the ship. There's no, like, obviously in, set, in the 1800s, they don't really have the forensics, forensics yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. but there's no, obviously there was, an, there was something that showed like some struggles. There really wasn't like struggles in like the fighting struggles, I yeah, guess, but yeah. like there were struggles in battered, sea yeah. battered type of thing. Yeah, there's like no cannon holes. No. Like, no, I don't think the, the ships g- even had like actual cannon. Yeah, Maybe true. they yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, they might have. If you if you were on that ship, right? So I'm, I'm assuming something bad, well, obviously something bad happened because they disappeared. If you were on the Mary Celeste and it was like a matter of um, pirates, or uh, uh, another, sh- not necessarily pirates, but like the 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 uh, De Gratia trying to take you out, or underwater volcano, or a sea spout, or a water spout, or a squid, or octopus. How would you want to go? Octopus. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Sea spout. I mean, water spout sounds cool too. If it got shot up in the air, <laughs> and then come down, and I come down. Into the octopus's mouth. Wow. Or like, it grabs me out of midair, spikes me. Yeah, I think the octopus thing would be cool. Just to say, it just suctions right to you and just slams you on the deck, and you're you're done. Yeah, you're right. There's a there's a move again. I think a sea spout or a water spout would be terrible because I feel like you'd be drowning as you're being flung around. Maybe unless you're like stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, like in your bathtub, like a drain. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be cool then. It'd be a ride. Uh, I mean, there's like water slides like that where you go yeah. in a circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that um, big bowl member. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's a movie called um, Sea Beast. It's a cartoon. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix producing. It's like a animated thing. It's about sea beasts. Oh. Awesome. Okay. You know, ships trying to kill these beasts in the ocean. It's pretty good. It's a kid's movie, but it's really good. All right. Um, you know, monster islands and stuff, but um, reminded me because like there's a, there is a sea beast that they go after. Yeah. Um, but what if what if what if that's what a, what if a, if the, if they did it was a hallucinogen that or like hallucinogenic property from the alcohol again like it's never been recorded for at least as, before at least as far as I know they just made them lose their minds and they jumped in the ocean. They just jumped in the ocean like drunk and happy. His little girl too. Two years. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the boat was gone. Right. They would have just. They would have just jumped in. Maybe they. Uh... And there was ladders to go up the side of the boat. Yeah. Like, I think. Oh yeah, so yeah, or like yeah. I don't know, man. I think I'm ideal. I mean, not ideally, but the coolest thing would be a giant sea monster. You'd you'd hope it was a sea monster. Yeah. At least for like the god, I mean, that's the god of glory like that. It just makes the mo- it makes as much sense as the rest of them because, <laughs> the, I mean, other than the insurance fraud, like yeah. by Judge Gatia, right? For whatever reason, they got it. That's what some people actually believe. The other thing is the explosion. The, those probably theories, the explosions. Yeah, I don't know if it was. I would think that if I had to choose between the explosions and the insurance fraud, I would think it's the insurance fraud. Yeah. I feel like the explosions would have to keep happening and make it and sound like they're ramping up in order for you to flee the boat like that. Right. Knowing that your money's tied up in the ship. You abandon yeah, the yeah, ship. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Knowing that you abandon such a, a fast way that you take, you're not coming back. Yeah. He, if that person, if Captain Briggs was leaving, he took his stuff with him, he was not coming back. Yeah. Especially when they cut the rope, like all that. They weren't coming back. But then obviously they died. Maybe it was a storm, a co- like with explosions. They accommodated, yeah. They jumped in this little ship, but they he would be smart enough not to jump in a little ship. He's an experienced boat person. Yeah. 
sailor, his, you know, daughter with him. His right. Wife. He's not going to just jump in a little boat because he knows that in the middle of the ocean, they're going to die. Yeah. Unless they were close enough to one of the Azores islands. And so they, he thought, okay, jump in here. We can make it there. Yeah. But then he's abandoning this venture he yeah. has. It, all of his, his life savings. It's, I feel like, yeah, it's all tied up into that. So if he knew that it was, he had to abandon it because he knew it was, there was no way they were going to yeah. survive. No other Something, option. Like, there's so many little things that you can look at. Right. Like the rope cut is being cut. Yeah. It, like, it, uh, there's so many, like every theory you can come up with has like a alternative. Yeah. Like makes a you reason think like, why. oh, this is definitely, and then you're like this one small little tidbit. You're just yeah. like, nah, I don't know now. Yeah. Fighting someone. He had a sword. He left a sword there. Yeah. Explosions. He would have banned, like he would have, yeah. it would happen so fast. Like it just so many yeah. things. Well, another one we'll never know. Or just say it's Well, I think aliens. we have to call it there. The aliens get him again. <laughs> the aliens win. What if it's alien octopus? I mean, I I feel like octopus are aliens. I mean, like. Yeah, that'd be cool. Squids. Yeah, like octopus. They're yeah. the weirdest looking thing. I don't know. Have you ever seen like a axolotl? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those things are freaking weird. Dude. Yeah. All right, Jordan, thank you for being here. I don't think we're going to solve this one, but thank you for coming along in this spooky journey with spooky me. Spooky journey. And thank you to our listeners, viewers, however you're enjoying this story. This has been The Mysterious Pals. I want to first uh, just mention, again, website, mysteriouspals.com. will take you to our link, uh, link tree, which will, take you to, which will be linked to our social media, linked to our YouTube and all the podcasts. Audio. Yeah platforms which you may use in one or the other our uh social media specifically we're using uh facebook and twitter right now we may branch out a little bit we'll see how how well those work um good way to contact us is through email through facebook through twitter uh we look for suggestions on stories we can look at especially again um less less known stories um like the specific uh, episode two bangor fort was yeah. a great one um, last episode we talked about Dotlove Pass, pretty well known, but still super s- strange. Yeah. Um, so go back and listen to that, as well as our other ones, uh, Amber Room, uh, the episode on uh, CIA and uh, what's that guy's name? Gary Webb. Gary Webb and yeah. CIA, and that was while it's pretty modern, still a huge mystery and very interesting. I would also thank uh, Deathlehem for our theme music. Yes, Escape from Wolf Mountain is the name of the song. They have a the, music video for that. That for that, that's really good. It's, I linked their YouTube channel okay. like in the video, like nice. uh, at the end, like in one of those whatever it's called, the slide things that go on there. Whatever, you'll see it. It'll pop up. YouTube's weird. Yeah. If you're listening uh, on podcast feed, um, Deathlehem.bandcamp.com. Uh, again, the song is Escape from Wolf Mountain off their album Maelstrom of the Animal Dream. Apparently, they're going to be coming out with a new album soon. Releasing, I don't know when, but soon. They're just on tour, too. Yes. So, don't go see them because it's over. <laughs> yeah, don't try. Yeah, <laughs> It's already happened. All right. Well, thank you for being here again. And Jordan, thank you for being here. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for bringing the big salad. And <laughs> next time. Happy Halloween, too. Happy Halloween. If you're here in the United States. And as always, stay mysterious. Stay mysterious, friends. And, and a friend. Do stay mysterious ever... and a friend. Yeah. Is that right? Mysterious friends. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Thank you again, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye.